What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From Broadway to Belmont. I am your host, Krista Sellams, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Kevin Koff. Kevin, jump in. Say hello. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 24. Happy to be here, as always. Another Tuesday night. Comes up uh, Comes up quick, eh? Another beautiful Tuesday recording. Ah, beautiful day out. One of the best podcasts out there on the market. And if you think it's one of the best podcasts out there on the market, make sure you're giving us a five-star rating. That was smooth. Um, that, was, that was a smooth transition. A little voice crack there. I heard it, but you know we're, we're going to let it slide. Minor, make sure you're giving one. us a five-star rating on wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave us a nice review. Uh, suggest it to your friends, your family. Even if you don't like hockey or don't like the Rangers, just tell them, hey, do you like these guys? You know, Do you know Chris? Do you know Kevin? Give it a listen because they're, they're great guys. What's better than once a week listening to my voice, Kevin's <laughs> voice, for one hour talk about stuff that we're truly passionate about? Yeah, um, It greatly helps us to get a review, a star, star rating. And, and look, if you don't leave it now – don't leave it when we blow up because we're yeah. gonna, I'll read them now. And if you leave us a nice review and a nice five-star rating, you know, you could just write whatever you write, give us a five-star rating, write a little nice paragraph. And if you have a little blurb at the end, you want to just, you want me to read something out on air, I'll do it. But once we're big, when we're getting the bag, dude, it's over. You're we're done when there's 10,000 five-star reviews and, and, and everyone's like, Oh my God, this is, this is the greatest show ever. And <laughs> and you're a day one listener and you're like, Oh, Hey, I remember I'm a day one. I'm be like, Hey, did you leave a review back in day one? <laughs> we know, no? we know the real ones out there. Yeah. So if you're real, leave a review now. Cause when we blow up, you come with us. If you're not, if you're not with us, when we blow up, you're gonna you're gonna feel sorry. You're gonna feel ashamed, and you know that's just how it is. But in all honesty and in, in all seriousness, <laughs> make sure you leave us a five star review, and uh, you know yeah. just tell your friends and your family. But since uh, we last recorded, each team has played around three games. Uneventful. It's not been good. Uh, it's not been good. Yeah, the team, Rangers. Ra- the Rangers went one and two. You know, they played a really good game right after we recorded, and then lost to the Islanders. Yeah, sounds sounds very familiar. Yeah, so um, I wouldn't say the Rangers are like not back. Here, first things first, and and this is going out of order in the points I have. Quinn Quinn and company are officially back on the bench, and is it a little shocking that Quinn came back and they dropped two? I don't think there's any correlation. I, I no, don't. I don't either, but. I was thinking about it, and I was like, he wasn't on the bench, and they were playing really well, even though they, I think they went 3-1 and one without him on the bench, and the one game they lost, it was just kind of like, uh, whatever, but now that he's been back, you lose 2-1 to Philly, and that's whatever. I, I didn't care about the 2-1 loss to Philly, just because the Rangers beat Philly one game before that eight to three um so up until the third so in the last three games we've played against philly uh we beat them by a score of nine to nothing eight to three and then (laughs) lost two to one so if my if my math is correct and please correct me if if you're at home listening we have outscored philly 18 to five in the last three games so i usually uh, get that done it's not bad. I'm not too upset about the, the 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 loss against philly just because i was like you know we're outscoring them. We look better than them. And that whole franchise is crumbling. Elaine Vino is just chewing his gum and laughing away, watching the doesn't fit. look good. Watching the, the city of Philadelphia burn. Goth's despair is on is on waivers now. He kind of uh, stinks now, though. So it's kind of yeah, I mean, kind of tough to go there. 
almost lost to the fire, uh, the Sabres, excuse I me. I saw, I saw, yeah, they almost dropped a game to the fucking Sabres, man. That would have been crazy. But I saw a thing today. It was like, um, his offense two years ago or three years ago was, was pretty good. Then it took it down year last year. And then this year it's kind of going up again, but his defense has just oh, been yeah. on a constant decline. His, his, his I, offense is great. Like he's a great offensive defenseman, but the guy just absolutely cannot play in his own zone. Like he, I don't know what happened after his rookie year, but it's one of those weird cases. Like, I don't know how guys like have it. And then it goes like poof, like, like it's gone. Yeah, like I'm not a good player anymore. That's yeah. It's, it's weird. It, it happens to some guys though. It's, it's, it, it's, it's really, I think, um, it, it's interesting when you, when you know you, what you just described have guys come into the league and have a good like first year first couple of years and then all of a sudden they are just a shell of of who they so were so weird but it nobody's really picking weird. that guy up I would no. for he's got four and a half mil for the next two years I mean if they can get him if someone does pick him up or he can just like get off or they somehow are able to to get rid of him and Elaine Vigneault brings in Mark Stahl and or Nick Holden. <laughs> I mean, that is just th- – that would just be the icing on the cake. Um, you beat me to that point. I was going to bring up Mark Stahl there too. I was going to say my conspiracy theory, not to cut you off, was that Ghost gets flipped to Detroit in a trade for Mark Stahl. Because like, Detroit probably has the cap space to make it work and the the means to make it work and take a chance on them that's my conspiracy you can write that write that down the the kevin Kopp guarantee definitely not a guarantee but uh march 30th 8 41 p.m ghost spear to the red wings and a mark stall trade i think that'd be an do like a one. reverse rangers like yeah right what they did with mark <laughs> stall do with mark stall yeah right <laughs> or do with goss despair That'd be that'd be that'd be pretty good. Uh, pretty good, eh? <laughs> that'd be funny. But um, yeah. So after the eight three uh, win, we lose to Philly two one. Whatever. And then the next day, um, less than twenty four hours, they play uh the Capitals in DC. I knew that game was gonna be ugly. I really didn't watch that game, or I watched the first period where they went down pretty pretty uh pretty quickly. That game was four nothing at one, or yeah, four nothing at one point. The Rangers. And I'll give them this. The third period, they scratched and clawed. And I think that's one good thing the Rangers have been doing this year is when the chips are down, they don't really give up. Uh, when they start scratching and clawing their way back in, they somehow are able to let a goal in. And that's basically what happened here. They lost. That game ended 5-4. Um, if they don't let that TJ Oshie goal go in to put the Capitals up 5-3 five, uh, five, or 5-2 five, at that point, mm-hmm. you know, at least you maybe could have gotten an overtime. Um an overtime point or two, but um, that's pretty much it for the Rangers. We're playing the Capitals now in in uh in the Garden as we speak. Second second intermission um just started, so uh, Philip Hedel had a really nice uh, breakaway goal. You know, filled the thrill. We're a big I'm a big Phil Hedel guy, so um, as you may or may not know, I've I've kind of talked about him here and there on the podcast. He's one of my favorite players. I want him to be a lifetimer. Um, but that's, that's about it for the, uh, for the Rangers game recaps, not too much to really talk about. We had a, another Philly spanking lost, <laughs> lost by one with two minutes left. So that was just kind of like, ah, whatever. And then the Capitals game, you know, it was, it was, it, we were down bad, came back and, and in Rangers fashion, they, they lose in a, in a flaming ball of glory. So, you know. That's pretty much what Rangers hockey is. It's just the highs and lows of wins and losses. Uh, That's facts. But, but the Islanders, you know, transition have not been playing mm-hmm. well either. They have also mm-hmm. went uh, one and two. Yeah, I mean, the so 
They haven't been playing like the worst. I mean, the the game on Saturday night against Pittsburgh, uh, they were down six nothing at a certain point. Uh, that was that was not fun. I was also in Sheesh. nice old Lancaster, Pennsylvania at that point, which is far enough into the farmland state of Pennsylvania that there were Penguins fans at the brewery that I was at with the game on. So that was not fun. I'm happy I did not wear an eye under apparel that night, but <laughs> that could have been bad. But I mean, the first game against Boston, they were down two nothing early. They came back. Uh, Oliver Wallstrom gave them the lead with three minutes to go. Bruce tied it. I was one overtime. This is a common theme here because the next game against Philadelphia. Um, wait, where am I? Sorry, I got lost on the schedule. What the heck? Why am I so far up? Um, sorry. The next game, the the game against Pittsburgh. Excuse me, not Philadelphia. That was rough. Uh, Wallstrom basically looked good again. Um, the whole team, other than that, basically looked like garbage. And then last night, um, Pittsburgh got out to another two nothing lead. I was kind of battled back. They look great for the second and third period. Great is maybe a too big of a term, but they look good. Um, but they just couldn't put anything past Casey DeSmith, who came into the game in the second period and just shut us down, which was pretty impressive. But uh, I mean, I'll get more into my points later. We're going to cover the Rangers first and then go to the Islanders. But I mean, for some reason, I don't know what the hell is going on with the Pittsburgh Penguins, but the Islanders absolutely dominated them the last two years. And now we've, we lose six out of eight to them this year. And we looked like absolute garbage. Almost every time. Um, I don't know what it, what how the Penguins have our number this year, but um, I'm happy we are done with them. But I am ever concerned we're going to meet them in the playoffs, and it's not going oh, to go that well. You're, you're done playing them. Yep, that was that was number eight out of eight. So uh, that that's the bright side of this thing that we don't have to see Pittsburgh for at least a little bit, at least into the playoffs. But um, I also have a couple games with the Caps Caps Flyers coming up, and then right before the trade deadline. Oh man, we're gonna be podcast. Uh, podcast preview so <laughs> the islanders play the rangers on april 9th and april 11th and then the, the trade deadline is april 12th of course so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a packed few weeks here big for, episode uh, yeah major major episodes going on for, big from Broadway episode to that episode that drops on the the 15th is gonna be a big one that's gonna be that's a gonna long be one facts. that's gonna be one you're gonna want to listen to <laughs> that is facts. that's the that's the, i think the halfway mark too Oh, that's man, 26 that's, episodes. We've made it. It's going to be like a made movie. it halfway around the sun on this journey. <laughs> it's going to be like a movie length episode. But yeah, I mean, I'm not too upset with the Islanders. I have my I have my qualms and my um my dislikes about what's been going on with the team. But uh, I'll get to that later. Um, other than that, uh, besides the game recaps, a little bit of a surprising news that we got on Saturday night. Um, like I said, I was at the brewery and I looked at my phone and I was like, oh, like Elliot Freeman tweeted, like I wonder what he's got to say, and it was uh. Brendan Lemieux being traded from the New York Rangers to the Los Angeles Kings for a fourth round pick. What did you think of that trade? Did not give a shit. Honestly, I was. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny about that? I was. I was. I was uh, myself and along with a lot of the Rangers fans on Twitter and, and whatnot. Everyone was just kind of like, "We're done with him." Like it's. It's just kind of like one of those things where it's. I, I saw what he could do. Which was draw a lot of penalties, not provide a lot of offense, not take be a lot great of defensively, but yeah, take a lot of penalties, and he fights. You know that was basically it. So um, I was listening to Chicklets today, and they were talking about it a little bit, and Biz was saying that the Rangers given up on Lemieux. He felt like it wasn't the best move for the Rangers, just because he's like, I disagree. Uh, you, you need guys like that, and I'm like, yeah, I disagreed with it too because I'm like, that that's kind of like that 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 
style of play it works but it all it only works if you're a tom wilson type guy where it's like you provide the offense it's like yeah that guy is a scumbag but he provides you with a ton of offense so even though he's kind of a menace when he's out there um and should be suspended for the rest of the season but that's we're not going to go into that um you know lemieux doesn't doesn't offer that and it's you know it was it was nice having him for the couple years he was here um but otherwise, I really didn't care that much about too many the, uh, bodies. Anyway, Howden's coming back. Uh, Howden Giuseppe it, looks decent. Blackwell, you, you're making room for Kraustov. It's like where, yeah, where was he going to slot? Yeah. And he was going to be an extra skater, and now you have a spot for him. And 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 I, I don't think Howden comes back. So it's like you know there 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 are going to be openings the Rangers need to fill this off season. Um, and like Lemieux, I don't know when his contract was up, but I, I just didn't see him being here long term. I don't see Howden being here long term. The Devils are up four two against the Bruins right now. Completely, you know, just just sidetracked myself, but uh, needed to get that out there. That's crazy. Um, the Canadians are up four nothing on the Oilers. Wow. Um, but. Yeah, no, I really didn't give a shit about the um the Lemieux trade. I thought the value was good. I mean, for what Lemieux is to get him back, to get back a fourth round pick was cool. Um, you know, uh, maybe, yeah, it's pretty damn good. Maybe, I mean, Eric Stahl yeah, fetched it, a third and a fifth for Montreal. I mean, that is, to get a fourth from Lemieux, I mean, it's nothing special, but that's good. I think he's gonna fit in good in LA. He plays yeah. that big, 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 uh, big body game. I mean, it fits fits much more in the West than it does in the East. Much yeah, more. Yeah, that's a Western Conference. Handy. You know, style of play that's always which is weird. Why does that happen? Why are there two different styles of plays for both conferences? How the East is fast and skilled, and the West is big and open. I don't understand. Yeah, it's very, it's very, yeah, it's it's very strange. But um, that's a tangent. Yeah, that's 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 a tangent for another podcast on another day. But um, yeah, no, I mean, like getting a fourth. I you had predicted that initially. I don't I think said they fifth. said what the retain was, uh, or yeah, what the return was. You said fifth. I was kind of thinking they can maybe get a fourth. They get a fourth out of it. So, um, you know. That's good. That's a good deal. Very good deal. So, um, I think a win-win for both organizations, to be yeah. completely honest with you. LA's um, got enough prospects anyway. They don't need a fourth-round pick. I mean, their their cup board is stacked. So, I think it's a worthy risk. I mean, Lemieux was a first-round pick. I think people – it's easy. Was he, he a first-round pick? He no, was a second-round pick? Early he second dropped. Round? Yeah, he was like the second or third pick in the maybe second. He was like, because I'm going to say his, 35th. 31st yeah okay basically yeah. basically a first round pick but uh well he's... he told the story about on chicklets when he was on a like a while ago, it was like a month or two ago um about that because his dad was his agent he kept saying like you're, you're gonna get picked you're gonna get picked i think his dad just thought name value was gonna get picked in the first round yeah and teams did their scouting on him and i think someone told him they were gonna draft him late in the first and then he just never did and his dad and him still threw a uh, a party, even though he was like, it was one of the most embarrassing things in the entire world. Ah, it was like geez. a congrats on getting drafted party. And he was like, I didn't get drafted. Didn't get drafted until <laughs> 9 a.m. the next day. Yeah, stuff. But I mean, the guy's bounced around. He's, this is his fourth team. And uh, oh my gosh, it's, like, it's seven years now, which is still a lot for a young players. So I hope he finds his footing out there in LA. I mean, there still seems to be room for a player like fourth him team? in today's I thought, game. I thought he's only been in the league for like five years. Um, so he broke into the league in 2017. So he's really only been in the league for about four years, but, uh, he didn't technically play for Buffalo. He got traded before he ever played for them, but Buffalo, Winnipeg, Rangers, LA. Uh, see, I thought he got picked by Winnipeg. No, nah, he got drafted by Buffalo and he was a part of that, uh, the trade that sent Evander Kane 
to to Winnipeg. Sorry. Yeah. Wait. Sorry to Buffalo. So didn't pass around a little bit, but that was before he played a game. That was uh that was only a couple months after he got drafted, so see now now I'm really confused because I didn't even know Kane was a part of the Jets. Yeah, so he was drafted by Atlanta, moved to Winnipeg, traded to traded to Buffalo in twenty fifteen. Brendan Mew was part of that deal, so. Uh, that's like when I started watching full time. Yeah. So that's so I've only known Kane on the Sabers. Okay, Atlanta, that makes sense. Atlanta Thrasher's legend. Yeah, shout out to Vander Kane, the Atlanta Thrasher. <laughs> makes sense, but something yeah. I I alluded to before was was uh Kravstoff making room for him. Kravstoff, watch, baby. Um, he's he's skating with the team. He had a free skate today uh, while they were practicing. He's so he's not practicing with the team. I think he'll probably practice with them today or to, or tomorrow or. Thursday. Um, if he doesn't practice with them tomorrow, because I think they play again on Thursday, then he'll be practicing with them on Thursday. And, you know, I'm predicting he plays on Saturday. If he doesn't play by the end of the week, it's a little bit of a concern. I don't, I don't think coaching. so. I think it is. The guy's been here for a while. He's How you know, how he, long, though? How long has he been here for, though? Because, like, he, he's been playing he, on the he, big he ice, He did though. two weeks of quarantine, and he's now over a week of just skating and stuff and he hasn't it's had only a eight, week though it's only a week. but he hasn't practiced it's like why are you why like even if you're not going to play him which is fine at least let him practice with the oh, team yeah. it's like oh, he hasn't okay. been introduced to practice yet oh i thought you meant like playing a game like yeah no, practicing, no, 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 like, no, no, no. okay i think if he doesn't play though by you know like he should be practicing with them and i'm i'm fine with him not playing tonight okay. but like sense. by saturday you know, if on Saturday, even if his minutes are limited, I think he should get some time. But it takes I some think, time to get acclimated to the ice, though. That's the thing. The big ice. But he was here. He's, he already has a little bit of experience. He played in the A for true. a little bit. Yeah, that is true. So it's like, I, I think he knows the system a little bit and he's matured a little bit. So I don't know. For for, for outside looking in, I, I think it's a little bit concerning if he's not playing just because at this point I'm like, you guys, if they lose tonight and then they lose again, I don't think they'll lose on Thursday. They're playing the Sabres. They play the Sabres back-to-back, so why not let him play against the Sabres at least once? You know, they're not a great team. It's probably, it, it works if you have limited practice and it's against a team like them. So, I mean, that's just for me. So, my guess is he'll probably play Saturday. Hopefully, he's practicing with the team tomorrow and gets four-ish days of practice with the team. So um, look out for him on uh, Saturday, hopefully. And then um, just the other thing uh, I wanted to touch on is Ryan Strom with the trade deadline coming up. Another thing we were talking about earlier that I wanted to go back to real quick. (laughs) Um, I I don't know if if you're looking at the notes that we're sharing. I am. Oh damn! So you you see how many goals and points he has? Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> oh, Ryan so 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 Ryan Strom has eleven goals and 21, uh, 21 assists. He leads the team in points right now. Yeah, how um, would you see in Rangers Twitter? He's better than Matt Barzell. Like everyone needs to shut the hell up. Because <laughs> sorry, that's my tangent for the day. Let me let me let me just get that out there before you go into the Strom thing. There was some like everyone's like, oh, like oh, and somebody says Matt Barzell is the best center in New York, and they show like Barzell has like thirty points and Strom has like thirty two. Yeah, they like, have identical like, stats. That's about it. And then, like, Arthur Staple, the Isles beat writer, uh, for the athletic clap back, he was like, <laughs> he posted, like, Lafreniere and Matt Martin stats next to each other because Matt Martin has more goals. So, like, how st- it's just so stupid to stat pick. But that's my, that is my gripe for the, the week. But, um, 
you can continue on your your Ryan Strom trade talk. I thought that was so stupid when I saw it. And and the, you know what the thing is, there are fans because I saw that and I just I thought it was funny. I think they believe it. Like I, I think it was some a people joke. did. I, I think, think there was, was a, a lot of people who, who <laughs> were t- who were saying yeah. it as a joke, but there were probably some people who were like, "Yeah, yeah Ryan Strom is better than Matt Barzell." Yes, <laughs> that is a correct sentence like, in their head. That makes sense to say. <laughs> uh, I think well, you're like, right. I think the OG was a joke. Like I think it was. Oh but, yeah, like a hundred percent. Like but the quote tweets. <laughs> like there know. are people who call him Ryan Strom, R I A N N E Strom, with like the um the dots over the O. <laughs> when oh he's playing goodness. really well, he's he's Ryan Strom. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, he leads the team of points right now. And with the trade deadline coming up, he's been in like they were going to tr- trade him last year and couldn't really get anyone to to you know or or the I don't want to say they couldn't get anyone because I really don't know the 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 logistics of everything but they couldn't find a trade that they liked and then they didn't trade him over the summer or anything and he signed a two year bridge deal so my question is you know thirty two points or uh yeah thirty two points this year so far um in however many games you know. There are teams who are going to want to make a push, especially since Canada just lowered their quarantine from 14 yeah. to 7 days. So, so you know, we were texting about it the other day. They're going to be, I think, in the mix more now with um, oh, for with, sure. with you trades. Saw right away, the Eric Stahl trade, like they lowered yeah, the quarantine yeah, exactly. a week ago. A day later, Eric Stahl was traded from Buffalo to Montreal. So, so I think they're going to be they're going to be active in in the trade deadline too, especially teams like like Calgary or Vancouver, who's like Montreal, I think is only like a couple points ahead of Vancouver right now. So, you know, if Vancouver wants to add someone to maybe make a last minute push to try and, and take that spot from them, mm-hmm. um, you know, I definitely could see it uh, happening. But, um, but you know, what, w- you know, what is Ryan Strom's value right now? You kind of know we, as a fan and as, you know, you watched him play on the Islanders earlier in his career. I'm watching yeah. him play now. We we saw what he was in Edmonton, which wasn't great. Um, like, wh- what do you think his value is? Because I was thinking about it like today and a little bit yesterday, and and just to fit the Rangers' needs. If you're going to trade Strom, I don't think the Rangers are in a place anymore where they need assets. Like, they're going to get assets, i.e., picks and low-level prospects mm-hmm. for you know depth players or, 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 you know, third, fourth line guys, i.e. the, the, um, the Lemieux trade. That's why you, you, you know, you're not going to get anything insane back for Brendan Lemieux. So a fourth round pick is, is good value. What is the value of Ryan Strome? Because for me, I'm thinking you, it, 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 it it depends, honestly. I it's think, not a. It's not a first. I can. I don't. Think no, it's no, no. I, I wouldn't even want. If I, if you can get a one for one trade. For a player that's maybe a few a year, maybe like three years max, and that's that's asking a lot. So I would say a year or two younger than Strom, with identical stats, and maybe is a little better offensively. But who would who has that though? Because that's like, what I mean. If like I'm, if you're I've getting tried Strom, thinking, yeah, you're gonna want to like if you if you're getting a guy like Ryan Strom, you want to like make a push for the playoffs. I would assume. Uh, number one, I think this is a trade for the summer, but I mean, it could happen to the deadline. I, I don't know what you think about that, but um, I, see, NHL GMs are so unpredictable, though. It's like, yeah, you're gonna, no, for especially, sure, especially with COVID and everything. And a lot of guys' jobs are on the line. And I think that's why Montreal traded for Eric Stahl because uh, mm, who felt the heat, the, uh, Mark yeah, Bergevin. yeah, like he. I think he was someone who it's like, we need to at least, you know, we're making the playoffs, but it's like, 
which is good and it helps me keep my job for another year but the deeper we get into the playoffs the safer my job is because yeah you know i, I you know i put a lot of money into this team and we're not good uh-huh but yeah I, it's it's definitely an interesting case though there and with the rangers because i think anybody who wants ryan strom is making the push for the playoffs like montreal would be per se um but they're not going to want to give up a, an asset that's going to help them make the playoffs that's to fair too. get Ryan Strom. So that was just my logic there. That I think a I think a reasonable price would be like a second, a third, or a fourth, and like a, a decent prospect, like not like an A list prospect, but like somebody like somebody like decent. I would even take like, like uh, you're not going to get a blue chip prospect no. for Strom or or I first. Would, yeah, no, I'm okay with you know if it's going to just be a pick and and a prospect, you know, I, I'm okay with you know and it depends like who what scouts and who scouts are scouting for the rangers but like i would even you know if i can if you can guarantee me if i had the choice of a second and like a b-level prospect or or like a later pick like a third but like you get a better prospect or like we'll just give you a better prospect or like two prospects, one a list prospect. And then like a, like a lower level, like depth guy, maybe like an AHL depth guy. Mm -hmm. Like I would take that. Like that's a fair, that's a fair price for a strong or what he's, what he's putting up for sure. mm -hmm. Like I just, I, yeah, that's, that's, that's probably a more realistic trade. If you're trading to a team that's trying to make a push and they don't want to give up, guys who are already established and are already playing in the NHL and guys they think could help yeah. make the push like you had mentioned. So I think, you know, maybe trading for a depth AHL guy or something and then um and then maybe like an A an A level prospect. You're again not going to get that blue chip prospect, but I mean that's just like I I've just been thinking just because it, it's he's definitely shown growth since he's been to new york i think i think being a ranger has been his best tenure yeah or his for best sure. hockey um especially since every year everyone's like early rangers fans like he's not going to keep up his shot percentage and you know his points and yeah he plays with panarin i was gonna say it helps it helps when he it, plays, it definitely so it helps his not. stats it pads his stats that he's playing with panarin but um it, I mean, it helps a lot. Look who he's playing with. He wasn't playing with McDavid and Edmonton, I don't think, too much. He was really playing with Nugent Hopkins. He was playing with um, mostly Josh Bailey, Okpozo, uh, Franz Nielsen here. I mean, this is the first time. I, I think there's definitely a correlation between him being so good. I think he can be like a 40, 50-point guy and playing with like Panarin and being this point-per-game player. I don't think it's sustainable. He doesn't drive offense. He he, he just kind of... He looked pretty he's along good for the without ride. Panarin, too. I will, I will credit him there. I, I don't like to give him a ton of credit just because I I do think he's he's not like this insane guy like you're mentioning. He's definitely just like a 40-50 point guy without Panarin, but with with when Panarin was gone, he didn't look terrible, which was, was reassuring. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it'll be interesting. Yeah, like if he's not traded at the deadline, he's definitely a summertime trade, yeah. I think. Like there's no way he starts next season. I would, um, I would, I would doubt it. There's just too many, too many players. And then there's just another real quick point on the on the trade. Um, Elliot Freeman posted 31 thoughts yesterday, and he made a great point. It was like teams, especially now in the flat cap, are gonna want to like find players in the first round, like on their ELCs, making less than a million dollars that can make like an immediate impact. So like nobody is gonna want to trade a first round pick right now, just because mm-hmm. like I. That's why I, I kind of made me think. I was like, man, I understand definitely aren't going to trade a first round pick at the deadline for anybody. Like I don't think anybody is worth it. I don't think anybody's worth a first round pick at this trade deadline to be totally honest. Woo! 
Sorry, Rangers just scored two, two, two. Kako, Kako just scored. Sorry. <laughs> I feel bad for everybody wearing headphones right now. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe we'll put like a trigger warning, like two seconds we, before that, like warning. I think, we, I think we might have to, but yeah, I don't think anybody's worth a first round pick. Um, I kind of forget where I was. Um, oh yeah, Elliot Freeman said like guys want like like a I'm trying to think of a good example. Like who's a rookie this year that's like playing like Lafreniere is not the guy I want to like reference. Like I'm trying to think of somebody that's like a Trevor Zegers type in a- Anaheim. Like he's a young player on his ELC, not making a lot of money, and he can make a big impact. Like I think that's what people want. And why yeah. there's probably no first round picks going to be moved. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with that statement. Um, so yeah, I definitely think the the trade deadline is gonna is gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see what the Rangers get back for Strom eventually when it does happen. Um, it's gonna happen eventually. <laughs> yeah, it'll happen during the summer or before you know next season. Um, but quick point before we move on to um, a lot of the Islanders news that that you mm. have. Um, someone posted this, and there were people who were voting no on on this. It was a poll, and um, the, the the poll was if you could get Jack Eichel one for one for Niels Lundqvist, do you make the trade? It's the dumbest dumbest poll I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yes, people voted no. Like that's even there, that's even more dumb. Thirteen percent of people like, and the guy was just like, "I just did this to see how insane some people are." Yeah. And by insane, I mean I'm talking about the people who are voting no. Like one for one, all you have to give up is a defensive prospect, and you get Jack Eichel. People are. And you voted no. (laughs) What's wrong with you? That's bad. There's some sick Rangers fans. Let me tell you. Facts. Some smooth, some smooth brains out there. Every every fan base has them. That's for sure. No, no question there. Facts, man. But let's get to this Islanders talk. Let's let's talk smiles, man. Yeah, I mean it was or a pretty. Let, I'll let you talk, Isles. While I sit here and go, yes, yes, yes. It was <laughs> it was a pretty easy. I mean, it's a pretty easy week. I don't have that much to recover. I mean, I don't know what the. I think we both deserve to give the Penguins a little bit of credit, nonetheless. Um, oh, we've been them giving short. them. We we've been pumping that their tires true. a lot recently, so I'm yeah. not gonna give them any more credit <laughs> than I have. Those scumbags. They've been, th- they've been thwomping us, like full on. Just, I mean, it, it, we were down six to nothing. Like it was just. I think Ilya Sorokin went up like four goals on five shots. It was not good. It was a little tough to see. But uh, the Penguins, the Penguins are good. The Islanders just can't beat them this year. I'm curious to see what happens in the playoffs because, as it stands right now, if the playoffs were to start today, I believe we would be playing them. Am I correct in that? I am correct. It would be Washington, Boston, and then Isles, Pittsburgh. Um, I'm going to be shocked. I guess Boston could fall off, but I would be shocked if that wasn't the four teams that made the playoffs at this point. But we shall see. The crazier things have happened, so who knows if Philly or the Rangers could go get hot. But the pit, uh, I don't know how many times we've played them. I'm pretty sure we've played everyone like almost six. The only team we haven't played a lot are the Devils. I think we've only played them like three times. So we, we have we, a lot of Islanders too. We, really haven't, we haven't played you guys a lot either, like three times maybe. Yeah, it was early in the season. Yeah, so just April. Complete side note to what you were talking about. Um, yeah, so we played Buffalo twice, Pittsburgh twice, you guys twice. The Devils, we played the Devils four times in a row. It's like a playoff series. <laughs> yeah, be, like we uh, like we just haven't played them. We played them like twice or three, a couple times the first couple months or so, and then like just stopped playing them. And the Rangers go up three to two. 
who was that? Adam Fox with a backhand bar down. See you later. Norris Trophy. Give it to him. Uh, that's going to that's gonna Adam Pellock, I think. Uh, oh, no. Here. it's oh, Hold on. Hold on here. I'm an NHL beat writer. It's going to Victor Hedman because he's really good and scores a lot of points. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely a great defenseman, though. He I mean- is, but, like, <laughs> the thing is that the problem is is if you're going to – it's the same thing with a lot of the trophies they give out. You know, it's all in about the awards season, it's all points. It's but not it's like stupid. best defenseman. It's like Adam, Adam Fox defenseman. is a really great defenseman with a ton of offensive upside. But it's like if his points just aren't higher than someone else's, he's not even in the conversation. That's the thing. Like Adam Pellick, the same same kind of breath. Like is probably one of the best defensive defensemen I've seen. Like since I've started to watch hockey, I'm not trying to take the take the aisles the aisle shades off and like be unbiased. But like the guy is just shut down. Like Crosby, um, Kuznetsov, Ovechkin, like he he's so good at shutting them down, and I'm glad he's finally getting some recognition. I mean, he had a bunch of points and 31 thoughts with Freeman. Um, people around the league are starting to chat about him and like how good analytically he is, which is, and he passes the eye test too, but like he doesn't get the points. So like, will he ever win? Like, I, I highly doubt or even be recognized. I would hope so. I mean, same thing with Adam Fox, he's having a great year, but I mean, Victor Hedman would surprise me if he won because he's like an absolutely electric defenseman, but. Uh, it, it is just a whole – it's a point thing. And uh, I think actually who would have won actually got hurt recently. Did you see that? Oh, Aaron dude, Ekblad? yeah. I was just, just going to shout out one because he's on my fantasy team. I uh, hope you get better soon. He's fractured his leg, so he's completely that was, done. That, that was, a, that was a tough huge, to watch. You, yeah, it was oh, brutal. I thought he tore his ACL, and then they said he fractured his leg. I was that like, and Tyson Berry. That other yeah. one was rough. But he's oh, yeah, okay. Bled, that blade to the face was tough. Oh, my but, God. Um, uh, Ekblad hurts the Panthers, especially since they were playing so well and were pushing to make the playoffs. I mean, it was not, I shouldn't even say pushing to make the playoffs. They're, They're in a pushing for first right place. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that definitely, you know, that that hurts them for sure. Um, so, you know, wishing a speedy recovery to Ekblad because, yeah. um, like you mentioned, he's, he's a legit player. Um, that was bad. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, no, like, yeah, as you re- continue. <laughs> but yeah i mean just to wrap up that point it's just like the the whole norris race is wild i mean shout out to adam pellick and adam fox it's, it's the adam show in york i guess but uh now that i think about it but two two great defensemen uh pellick's been great all year but something about the damn penguins we just can't figure out this year which doesn't make any sense because we killed them in the 2019 playoffs not last year yeah the 2019 playoffs we swept them before we was in carolina um but this year, they just can't beat them. I, I don't know what it is. It, it, it doesn't make any sense, but uh, go ahead. Side note to that, um, that was a, that was a, that was um, the year the Blues won, right? Yes. Yeah, so I I, I always I, – I find that, like, playoff in the Eastern Conference funny because you guys swept the Penguins Hurricane and then got swept by us. the Hurricanes and, and then, then the Bruins the swept the Hurricanes. <laughs> And then that was the same year the Lightning got swept by the Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets, yeah. What a stupid – what is just a stupid playoff format. Not format, but what is the – what a stupid – what a stupid tree. I, that, that is kind of comical, I just though. always think about that, and I'm like, that was just really funny because one – the team that got – that swept got swept every every, every round. Time. And Boston the, uh, lost. It was like so weird, but I don't know what it is with Pittsburgh this year. Um, I also think a lot of it comes down to coaching decisions. I mean, we talked about this back in – early February maybe. So it's been about two months almost. Uh, Barry Trotz making some questionable decisions. Uh, he decided to put um, Ross Johnston in for the first time since late January last night. And on his first shift, he takes a penalty. Like I think it was a slashing penalty. 
I was like, oh my god! Like I know, like it runs in the Johnston Johnson yeah, you know, family. Yeah, shout out to that. Yeah, literally, shout out to the Adams <laughs> of New York, and not shout out to the Johnstons of New York. That's what that's the point I'm trying we're trying to make on this podcast, I guess. But I think pro, Barry pro Trotz, Adam podcast <laughs> <laughs> facts. Well, I love the Adams, but um, I think Barry Trotz thinks that Ross Johnson's gonna be this Tom Wilson type. Like he's big guy. I, I think he's like a pretty smart player because clearly he's smart to get to this point, especially not being that much, not having that much like skill as other guys. I mean, he's obviously he could wipe the floor with like me or anybody else um, that even tries to touch him in hockey because he's, he's in the NHL, which I don't want to disrespect. But I mean, uh, he's just not like good. Like <laughs> the guy signed, I think he said one more year after this at one mil. I don't know why they signed him for four years. I don't know why they play him. Um, I don't know why they play Leo Komarov either. The guys, the guys on the first line with Matt Barzell and Jordan Eberle. Like, are, like, are we kidding me? Like, you guys can't see this, but Chris is laughing right now because of how ridiculous of a notion that is. Oh, yeah, I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, are we kidding me? Like, we 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 pulled the goalie last night against Pittsburgh, trying to tie the game, and Leo Komarov was on the ice. I was like, this is just a this is just a jo- this is a joke at this point. He were, <laughs> I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, but there was a. There's a screenshot going around of Barzell, Eberle, and Komarov are coming into the zone on a three-on-two. <laughs> we almost like the trailer in the middle, and Barzell passed it to him, and he just like take, took a like a 180 turn and went off the ice. I was like, "What is?" <laughs> I was like, "It's just not even funny at this point." Because like Big he's brain. got, he's got, I, I don't understand. He's got like a, he's got another he, year left. He like galaxy brain to that. He he Literally. really thought like he might have been doing something. That was just like nope, nope, nope. nope I don't know what yeah. I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Get off Literally. the ice. Get off the ice. It really is a galaxy brain move. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. But I don't know like what the infatuation is with some of these guys, mainly with Johnston and Kolmarov. But uh, I guess I'll, I'll save most of my thoughts for next week. Um, perhaps with the trade deadline coming up. But they they it's tough because. Right now, the third line is like Del Cole is injury prone now. Apparently, he's been this is like the third time he's been out this year. But I really don't want Taylor Hall. Um, but they need to plug up that first line somehow because this is just absolutely unsustainable. Bellows is like he played decent, but he's just not the answer. Um, and they could use another depth guy. Uh, you have to throw Komarov on the third line with Peugeot and Walsh. I'm like, whatever. That's not the first line, but they got to find somebody. I think. Mm-hmm. To go back to the Taylor Hall um, thing. Um, mm. did you, did you see the thing I sent you? Someone made a video from on hockey, uh, the Reddit. Oh, the Reddit. Uh, I, subreddit. Did I not respond to that? I totally forgot. I was, no, <laughs> I was dying. Friend alert. Dude, I, I was yeah, cracking so, up. I don't know why I, didn't I think it was like late at night. I didn't respond, but like I saw I sent the, it this uh, afternoon or no, did I send it last night? No, I sent it I this afternoon. It was a video. Um, it was a video. Of, I think I sent something for the Sabres last night, but I sent oh, a, um, I sent a video someone made. Oh yeah, on you did send it this morning. The, yeah, the subreddit. It was a um a liquidation um sale ad thing someone made so, from the Sabers. So funny. Just saying, it was a fire sale of everything. The stadium, the coaches are going, the players are going. Everyone, they're like, "You need a captain. We got a captain. Everything <laughs> must go, go, go." I was- <laughs> and it was so funny and you just mentioned that and i was thinking that i was thinking of that video again because my, it was just <laughs> oh i see what happened you texted me right after that ghost bear got put on waivers oh and yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah i was cracking up at the um <laughs> it was like it showed a picture of taylor hall and was like 
get buy one underachiever, get another one free. And it was Jeff Skinner's <laughs> Jeff face. Skinner. <laughs> like, whoever made that, bravo. That was poor genius. Sabres, man. I mean, they were gonna beat Philly the other night, and then I mean they had an empty net and they the guy tripped. Yeah, and then the guy fell and, and put a, a waffle of a shot that just missed the post. I think if it hit the post, maybe someone would have just thrown a stick and it would have like just <laughs> went in, but brutal loss. Uh, I mess. think I think they um I think they're tied for the 0304 Sabres or Penguins, Penguins in losses right now. And I think yep. if they lose one or two more, then they'll tie the 0405 Penguins for losses the same year they got Crosby, which is rigged. Um, but they play the Rangers after this game against Philadelphia. Yeah, we tomorrow. played twice. So that, that's, I, oh man, how we, great we could, would that be? We could cement <laughs> them in history. Or you could be the laughing stock of the league. One of the someone's got to lose to him, and if it's the Rangers, I'm not going to be surprised. Like that's the thing. Like like someone's eventually going to drop a game to the Sabers, and, oh, yeah, and they're going to get out of happen. there. And and it's like if it's not the Rangers and it's not the Islanders, then who is it going to be? It, like it, it would be hilarious. It would have been hilarious if it was Philly, just because like the wheels were, were it falling could be. off. It could be the tomorrow. wheels are falling off Philly's you know, cart. So, I mean, it, it's just, it's just really funny. Like in the, in the same game, they were playing Philly, the, the, that picture, five Philly defense or five Philly players in front of their goalie. Yep. Like everyone yeah. else is open five. And then it was like another sequence in that game, five guys on the boards that passed the puck out to Yoki Haru and he scored. Yeah. There, so uh, the AV, well, the AV system is, is making me laugh just because I can, I, I'm seeing it. And I, I don't have to root for him anymore. So it's just funny to watch. But it, I feel bad for the Sabres, man. I mean, like, they're yeah. really going to, like, they should just fire sale as much kinda. as they can. Because they kind of have to at this point. But um, I don't want anything. I don't want anything to do with them. Uh, I don't want I don't want Taylor Hall. I don't really want any, anybody you're, you're, on the Sabres. You're done, you're done with the I, Taylor I, Hall? Uh, I don't know. It's just, like, I don't think it's going to be worth it. I mean, unless you give up, like, a second. I, if you give up, like, a second and, like, two or three more pieces like the the general consensus around the week that he's not worth a first round pick still which is great so i mean i guess i wouldn't mind if it was like a second but i would uh, i don't know who i want to cement my focus on apparently they have a lot of interest in that matthias yanmark fellow from the chicago blackhawks which would be a good fit he's fast he's kind of big he's bulky he's quick so i think he fit in well but um the the honors have two left side holes to plug i mean the 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 third line was they're fairly evident even before the Anders Lee injury. And now that you're missing your top line winger, it's like, oh crap. Like we really need some 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 something on the 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 left side. Um yeah. to kind of plug this hole because it's becoming a problem. But I can see him probably getting two players at the deadline, two forwards. Thomas Hickey looks good, so that kind of um makes up for the defensive hole. But um that was really my my main point, which is the coaching decisions being very questionable. Uh hopefully Trotz realizes the errors in his ways. I think we're going to see Austin Jarnik on Thursday against the Penguins because he almost played last night but didn't. Um, but that's about it. And then the last point I wanted to make was uh, Varlamov and Sorokin are kind of – they look good at the start, but both of them are kind of looking a little iffy now, especially Varlamov, which I'm surprised about. He hasn't been like on top of his game as he was at the start and last season. So I'm hoping he turns that around. I mean, he, he still is definitely a good enough goalie. Um, I, I'm not really too worried about it, but it has been a little bit unsettling to see him not play the best that he can. Um, and what, what are some questionable goals? Um, he'll be a part of my quote unquote trivia slash fact for later. So I'll save, I'll save my fact for them. But um, 
I think their goaltending is fine, but it's definitely been uh, been a little bit more shaky than I would have liked. True, for sure. Uh, definitely, you know, someone who's seen their goalies have uh, yeah their 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 woes and their issues. I could I can understand and feel your pain there. Two questions. Um, mm-hmm. First, do you miss Robin Leonard slash Would you want him still eh. on this team? No, I like I like I like this duo. I mean, good for Leonard. I think he's a great guy. I mean, Isles fans love him, but. Uh, yeah, like he, I just remember he had like that one season. He was great. Where he won. I mean, like he was just like he yeah, won the he best lights out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he was fantastic. But I mean, I, I don't I understand why they didn't go after him. But uh, I mean, he was a good player. Like I loved him as an Islander. But uh, I have no I have no qualms with Varlamov. Fair. And then um, second point, unrelated to anything we're talking about, but <laughs> it's it's content. Um, did we talk about slash? Did it happen? before we recorded the hot mic tim peel stuff we might have not mentioned it actually i don't remember if it happened before we recorded our last show or not but i mean that was crazy um no i think we did because i think we mentioned he was going to retire and um the nhl i I think we did i think we did i don't know if the hot mic happened it happened seven days okay so he got banned seven days ago so we i think we did talk about it but crazy nonetheless like the like just because uh, now apparently I found that like people are saying that like he was talking to Matt Duchesne about it and like just sounds like a robot like you're talking to a guy on Nashville and saying you wanted to give Nashville a penalty. Yeah, he was definitely talking just, to the ref. I think the big controversy that came up this week was there was a ref in I don't know what game it was, but he covered his mic when he was talking to a player. Oh uh, yeah, I saw that. You're gonna see that all the time now though. It's it's yeah, you know they don't want to be you know held responsible. The NHL's not gonna do anything so. It's more of like if the NHL is not going to do anything, just got to protect ourselves. Make sure we're not mm-hmm. saying anything stupid. Yeah, basically. We're I saying mean, anything and not realizing our mic is still on. Yeah, but yeah, I think I do. It's kind of jogging my memory now. We did talk about him being a being a bit of a scapegoat. So because I mean, it's clearly happening. It's kind of like an unwritten rule, which is kind of why it's like this guy's just kind of taking the fall just for uh, unfortunate commu- uh, communication slash technology error. So yeah, exactly. Tough, tough go. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it on the yeah. hockey side of things. Same here. So uh, yeah, some trivia. Get into trivia. I mean, yeah, right. we're a little bit off, a little bit off the rails. You know, the whole episode. You know, I don't really have anything. I, thought, I mean, I yeah, wasn't, that wasn't too bad. I'm sure we'll go off the rails again. It was tangents. It was tangents. It was here and there. It was not it as was bad playful. as usual. It was sprinkled <laughs> in. Um, yeah, I mean, the only thing off the rails I would really talk about is Ekblad being out now. It mm-hmm. kills my kills my playoff fantasy push. I haven't checked my or fantasy not my like... not not my push. Uh, I mean, I'm I think we I think I made it, but uh, I haven't checked in two weeks. I should probably do that. Yeah, I know Oops. you didn't make any you didn't make any changes against yeah. me when we played, and you got <laughs> you had guys on your bench with like eight points, like yeah. and stuff. And I was like, why didn't he change it? Okay, I'm, I I'm back in. I was losing yesterday in fantasy. Um, 30 like two to like nine because i only had like four guys playing and a lot a couple of guys were had minuses so it was like it was it was brutal so i'm still losing now but you know (laughs) 56 to 36 you know 20 points it's easy to come back from so you know i got some i got some guys hopefully that can um do some do something for me um but yeah i think um i think we can move on to trivia now at this point all right, cool. You want me to go first this week, or while you put yeah, the calendar? Yeah, surely go forward. All right, go first. There's already so much, uh, so much trivia, but I want to shout out um, at Jasper's Rink is the source of my fact. 
Um, it's a Capitals blog. Um, the quote unquote most powerful city in the world that's in his bio, but you know what? These are on. <laughs> um, so he, I'll read out the tweet. Um, like I said, all credit to him. This is great stuff. Because I was curious, I have the Caps hitting 17 posts or crossbar this year and having 17, sorry, 27 posts hit behind them. Um, so he took all the data from around the league and picked out which teams are hitting the most posts, which teams are having the most posts hits against them, goalies, um, which kind of sparked my Varlamov talk, which is what I want to talk about. Um, so, four two. Sheesh. Who scored? Uh, Panarin scored a backhand. Shocker. So that game's it was, over. It was, it was a sick – I don't know who gave him that pass. It was, either, it was either Smith or Hayek, but they gave him – they were behind the red line or, like, the red line by the goal crease. You know, like, the area, like, yeah. The, yeah. like the trapezoid, the outside circle, um, or, like, half circles. Um, yeah, someone gave him a sick, like, just a cross-ice pass. Like, he was all alone. Deke, backhand, boom. So we have the catch nice. number this year, but continue with the trivia. Yeah, that game's probably over. But uh, So Vancouver, who leads the league with 36 hit posts. LA has 13. Um, the Islanders have hit 26 posts, and the Rangers have hit 22. Um, post against, Vancouver has had 43 posts hits against them. The Islanders are fourth with 33 posts hit against them. Um, and the Rangers only have had... Well, the the Rangers are actually relatively high. They've had twenty six, so the Anders have seven more. Um, and the reason I was kind of um, thinking about Varlamov this week is because he is fourth in the league. Um, twenty two posts hit this year behind him, and Sidney Crosby actually hit the post last year, or last year, last night against Varlamov. So it's up to twenty three, which would be good for third most in the league behind Thatcher Demko on the Canucks and Connor Hellebuck on the Jets. So I thought this was very interesting that. There's been so many posts hit against the Islanders. Um, the Rangers kind of middle of the pack all all the way around, but um, Farley being so high definitely definitely concerned me. Um, shout out to Braden Holpe for having 1.5 posts hit per game. That's really impressive. Um, trying to see if there's any. I didn't highlight any Islanders or Rangers. Farley's almost at a post per game. That's like that seems like a lot to me. Um, I don't know, like if you think that's a lot, but I feel like that's a lot to have a post per game. Like, yeah, it's. Pretty, it's a pretty decent amount, you know. <laughs> uh, especially with how many games has he played, you know. Yeah, he, he's played a bulk, I guess. Shosturkin has twelve. I mean, Shosturkin hasn't played that much. He's got twelve against him, so I guess it's uh, I guess it's very interesting. Playing to ninety, he looks good. Yeah. Um, you know what's weird? Uh, sorry to cut you off, but um, it, it's been weird as Rangers fans adjusting. And this is it was Smith. Wow, we love Brendan Smith doing that cross size pass. Um. Rangers fans, I think, are having a really hard time, and they're really hard on the goalies this year for no reason, but I think a lot of people are having a hard time adjusting to life without Henrik Lundqvist. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, we had a perennial all-star. You were were spoiled. Should have won more Veznas and should have just had a better career than he ended up having just because he was loyal to a city. Yeah, like (laughs) guys should have multiple cops, multiple Veznas, like just – He's going to probably be a Hall of Famer, but like Def, just one of those guys that, yeah, we, we got spoiled with him. And I think a lot of people are just like, oh, my God, our goaltending isn't great. It's like, no, it is pretty good. But you guys just, you know, for 15 years, we had a Henrik Lundqvist for 15 years. So what, what, what come do you around too often. No. Yeah. But, yeah, that was really all I, all I had about that. Uh, Chicago's the luckiest team in the league with posts at plus 17. Isles are plus seven. Rangers are... Where are they? They're plus four. So 
I mean, fair enough. I thought this was very interesting, though. Good study. Good job, uh, Jasper's Rank, if you ever would listen to this. Um, probably not, but uh, I thought that was very cool. Um, if anybody wants to go check that out, uh, if you're a Capitals fan listening to this after the Rangers beat them, uh, go for it. But yeah, I will kick it over to you. All right, here we go. Trivia for today, March 30th, 1975. Who had five assists in the Rangers' 8-2 win over the Kansas City Scouts? Shout out to Kansas City, eh? Uh, I don't know, Rod Gilbert. Ding, 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 correct. Uh, that's, that's, just a, that's just a general 70s guess, but uh, shout exactly. out to the Scouts. Kansas City should have been the home of the Pittsburgh Penguins until they were gifted Sidney Crosby. Yep. Oops. That, that's, a, that's a hill we're going to die on, and I'm, I'm okay oh, yes. with that. I, I'm totally down to die on that hill. All right, so the next trivia is on... Thursday, 4-1, April Fool's Day. Woo! Oh, facts. Uh, My cat's uh, birthday. 1st. Happy birthday, Toby and Zeker. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> um, the day after my anniversary with Steph. Steph, by the oh, time you're listening to this, very happy nice. anniversary. Congratulations. So, How many years so now? Seven. Oh, wow. High school sweethearts. Yeah, right? Part of that Part of that 0.1% or whatever that makes it yes, through sir. college. I don't know about that. <laughs> exactly. So uh, on April 1st, 1962, who had two goals and one assist in the Rangers' 5-4 playoff win against the Maple Leafs? Johnny Wilson. How did you not know? Oh, of course. Jo- uh, Johnny. Johnny Wilson. Shout out to Johnny Wilson. Nope, that's 1950. I want to do uh, – that's a fact. <laughs> we got one more trivia this week. Uh, that's Thursday. Where's Friday? Oh, that's fact. Do some on Saturday. Uh, 1973. No. 1972. Come on, give me something. I want to know uh, when this calendar was made. I guess it had to be. Re- oh, that's a, that was a stupid thing to say. It had to be recent because it's 2021. <laughs> that was that was the worst thing ever said on this podcast. But still, give me some give me some recent facts, please. Like, come on. Well, th- this this should be easy because there's only six teams in the league. What team uh, did the Rangers defeat in the 1940 Stanley Cup Final? Toronto. Yes. Nice, and that's and that's it. Yeah, once it's once it's once it's forty. We got we gotta. I gotta figure out who made the calendar because we know when <laughs> it was. We figured out when it was made, so now we have to make sense out, to me. <laughs> we have to figure out who made it and write a complaint or a request for more modern era. Yeah, I, I appreciate the. I appreciate the, the late ones, but like, still, like, can we get some like two thousands in here? Yeah, exactly. Like mo- more like modern era, like post like ninety six, ninety seven. I don't have um, a problem with the stuff. late like the forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, but like all it seems to be all forties, fifties, sixties, seventies. Yeah, I I prefer that more as a fact than the trivia. Yeah. I'd rather more modern trivia because this is true. who who's walking around you know as a Rangers fan being like oh well in nineteen fifty six do you remember no because that was forty years before I was born no I don't remember literally. Literally. You know what's crazy? A little off the rails. I'm going to be 25 <laughs> this year. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. Big especially five. Since, especially since like my um one of the fraternity group chats that I'm in, they uh, just welcomed in all the new guys who are, you know, some of them are only uh, 18. Yes. And I'm like, I'm like significantly older than <laughs> you. And I'm the oldest guy 70. in that chat. And I'm like, yeah. you know, you're just, you're 18, 19, you know freshman in college just joined a fraternity and that's, you know I, I can i can rent a car and i'm gonna be able to rent a car in october Facts, yeah and not have to have a higher <laughs> a higher um like rate on it yeah but i i on that same vein i got the the email from my five-year high school reunion i was like oh my god i was like 
Are you kidding me? Like, we're getting old. I'm only turning 23 this year, so I got, I'm two years behind you. I'm going to get 10 in four years, 10 years high school oh my gosh. graduation. Isn't old. that nuts? <laughs> 10 years out of high school. Are you kidding me? <laughs> four oh years goodness. away. Come, come quicker than you. Uh, oh, dude, it's day. unreal. Once you, once you, I mean, we're both college graduates, and mm. like I, I, I realized it my first year out because now this is my second year out. How quick life is! Like it, like I blinked, and you know, New Year's was just like was. Ju- I mean, I lost a month really because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, because I, ha- I had it, because I'm a survivor. Um, <laughs> but like, like January was was done in a minute you know covid my covid month i was locked up and then march we're we're in april it, thursday is april that's nuts it's it's I, yeah time. i'm happy for summer though i'm all, i'm all for it i'm here for it. i'm happy for summer because i'm making lifestyle changes as in i'm moving and yeah, growing and and the rangers just scored an empty net on a, a capitals <laughs> power play because of Oof. course we gave them a power play with under a minute left because why uh, not 5-2 game. Time to turn it off. Booch scored. That was Time crazy turnaround. Yeah, I mean, down, five, una- five unanswered right. goals. Yeah, down, to, down. Yeah, five unanswered against the Caps. We got their number this year. How about that? Hey, um, if, you, if you guys make the playoffs over Boston, you got Caps in the first round, most likely, I would say. So, wouldn't that be something? Oh, yeah, if please, we can jump. Honestly, if, I'm sorry. If, I'll root for that. Uh, sorry, I mean to cut you off. I'll root for that. So, Rangers make a nice run. Jump the Bruins, make the playoffs, beat the Caps, Isles, beat the Penguins in the first round. We got a nice second round matchup, Isles Rangers. Feed that into my veins. Maybe do a live stream. Oh viewing? my gosh. Question uh, I, mark. Who knows? If it if it happens, we'll do that. I mean, when was the last time that happened? Like the nineties, I think. Maybe two thousand four. Yeah, I, I don't even know even when the last you. time the Islanders Rangers met in the playoffs. Like it's sad that it hasn't happened in so long. How's it even possible? But who knows? Let's see. But but the point I was gonna make is that if the Rangers somehow jump over Boston and Philly and make the playoffs, um, that'd be electric. Both those franchises have to fold. Just sell the team. Also, the last time, especially Philly. Yeah, what Philly's gonna be in some trouble. The last time the Islanders and Rangers made the playoffs was uh, 1994. Okay, moving on. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they got we got we got swept. Whoops. We got swept. Uh, one, two, three. <laughs> we've won more. We've won more. I don't think they did anything. We've won more. We've won more than you guys have. 2019. There we go. The all-time series is 150, 138. Uh, you guys are you, sorry. Let me rephrase that. The Rangers are 150, 138, 19, and nine. So fair enough. Fair enough. So. Closer, go. closer than you would think, I suppose. But uh, closer, yeah, closer than it should be. Being that one team, you know, I mean, like the Islanders kind of popped off like very quickly. Like by like yeah, third, yeah, yeah. by their third year, they were like they beat the Rangers in the playoffs by their third year, which is incredibly impressive back then. Mm-hmm, for sure, some good, some good drafting. When, but, uh, when did the Islanders enter the league again? It was, uh, was seven, it seventy seventy two? Yeah, and then they they played the Rangers in seventy five. Shout out to Ken Morrow, the. Uh, the, the the game winning goal. Ken Moore was also he's our head of uh, head of pro scouting. He's scouting the Coyotes pretty heavily. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Total random mm. side note: Connor Garland in my dreams. It's mm. the so one player I trade a first round pick for probably. Now that I think about it, but I don't know. I'd love to see an Islander Ranger playoff series though. We we would be in our glory, I think. 
It would be electric, I think, for podcast purposes, for fan purposes, for... For friendship purposes. I was literally just about to say friendship purposes. (laughs) Took the words right out of my mouth. Go to a nice New York City bar, watch the game, but who knows? That'll be... It'll happen one day soon. Both teams are good. It'll happen. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, I think, like, you guys are kind of, like, on that ascension up. Like, the thing... It's weird. The Metro is... You could already sense, like, this year alone, like, like the Rangers are by no means any, like, real threat this year. But just seeing how they've been playing and holding their own against teams like Boston, Philly, uh, the Penguins, uh, the Islanders a couple times we've played, um, the Capitals. It's like, you could sense, and, like, and like the same goes for the, the Islanders. I mean, you guys owned, mm. you guys own the city of Boston. Facts. So it's like you, you you could sense like the tides kind of turning in the metro. Yeah, for sure. And, te- and teams that were perennial contenders and and were running the the and it's like the Rangers were one of those you know teams where for a long time it's like they were always going to make the you could always count them making the playoffs and like that in like the 2010s era. Um, and then mm. they kind of took a break. They've taken a break the last couple of years, you know, but they're starting to come back again and and and. I think it's good for the rivalry that the Rangers and Islanders are getting good at the same time again. I think it's good for for hockey, you know, I I think on just a a national scale, you know, eventually, you know, you're going to be able to see a game on ESPN, Flyers, or not Flyers, Islanders, Rangers. That that would be great. On ESPN primetime, you know, like. Oh, fire me up. That's that's that gets the the people going. Shouts out Blades of Glory, underrated movie. (laughs) Yeah, we shall see. All right. Well, that's about all I got. Let's, let's uh, yeah. I mean, we're at about a, hey, an, an hour, hour so yeah. let's uh, let's uh, wrap it up. You know, gave the normal um, you know, spiel, spiel at the beginning yeah. of the podcast. And I'm gonna do it again. You thought I wasn't <laughs> gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it again. Make sure you're giving us a five star rating or wherever you listen to your podcast, and leave a nice review. And if you leave us a five star rating and write a nice review, we'll read it on the podcast. I will love you forever. The episodes, and we will love you forever. Um. Make sure you're sharing it, friends, family. Follow us on Instagram at From Facts. Broad to Bell. Follow Start us on up. Twitter at From Broad to Bell. Follow our personal accounts. You know, uh, my Instagram they're, is a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're in the bio. Follow the link trees. You could find us. Uh, DM us any questions you have. DM us any conversations you want to start. DM us your shitpost memes uh, based on the teams and whatnot. <laughs> um, you know, we'll we'll answer them uh, and and we'll respond and and we'll love you. Got some big stuff in the works. Oh yeah. So so oh, that's uh, we're yeah, not gonna we're to not say, gonna to we're not gonna reveal anything. We're not gonna reveal anything. You know, but we got some big things coming. Big it's things be coming. Exciting, exciting next two weeks. I would say. Yes, sir. Good stuff. But um, but yeah, no big things coming. Uh, so be on the lookout for for that. We will probably be posting about it and talking about it, and it's pretty all soon. we're gonna it's all we're gonna be talking about. But um, yeah. So that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. Thank you uh for for joining us on this adventure. Um, as always, we we love you guys, and um, we really appreciate all the love you guys have been uh showing us and. You know, we thank you for supporting us and whatnot. You know, just make sure you're doing what I say. Five stars and, and a review. We'll read it on the pod. Uh, even even if you could leave a five-star rating and and write how much you hate me, like bullet points, paragraphs, and I will read it on the pod. 
I will do it. Someone's going to take up on that, offer. Someone will, I'm sure. Hey, I, I'm okay. I'm okay with having enemies. You know, not everyone can be liked, but hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> the person who does that, I can win them over eventually. Because that's I win everyone over. Because I would think so. you know, that's the kind of so. guy I am. But um, <laughs> enough of my rambling. Thank you again for tuning in. Episode 24 in the books. Kevin, you got anything oh, yes. else to say? Absolutely not. All right. Very good. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> what, what that's, it for, that's it for episode 24. Thank you again for listening. That is Kevin. I am Chris. We will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Peace. <laughs>